scientists say something that is safe. It's 7.51. You are with SAFM 104 to 107. And on the line is none other than Peter Dirk Ace, who's going to be performing at the Theatre on the Bay for a limited season from the 19th of October. Peter Dirk Ace, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for listening. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> it's been too long. I can't believe it. We're in the same country and it feels like I'm on the moon and you're on Venus. I think that that is possibly happening for sure. Peter Dergais, you are going into the theatre. How are you feeling about that lock up and lock down? Lock up, lock down. Well, it's been the most bizarre 18 months of, <laughs> do you know, I think for the last 41 years, I've never stopped for a moment just because I'm self-employed. And if I do nothing, nothing happens. And if I do something, everything happens. So I was always on the move, always on the move. And I kept on saying, oh, my God, I wish I could take a year off. Somebody yeah. was listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's so extraordinary. And it was a huge ad- adaptation. But then again, I kept on thinking, we're all in the same boat, mm. all of us. It's not them against us. We are all in the same boat, and this invisible enemy is 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 dodging and springing around, and one has, just has to stick to the rules of the road. Um, and I have never read so many books in my life. I think I read three books a week, sure, which was wonderful because when do we have time to read? We're so busy at meetings and and rushing and uh, doing the rat race. So. I must say, I was working on this show for six months because every time you write a page, that page goes out of date within two days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Suddenly there's a vaccine, and then suddenly there's a panic about the vaccine, and suddenly it becomes a sort of a civil war of intention. No, I'm not going to have a vaccine because ABC. And then you think, oh, we're never going to get rid of this thing. We have to live with COVID like we have to live with the ANC. Well, who knows? Yeah. Peter. So a little bit of humor, darling, that's the most important thing to find in something that's not at all funny. This pandemic has no jokes, and yet, my goodness, people have made such fools of themselves, you've got to laugh. Jeez, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say a little bit of humor, because for the first time, I start to feel like I'm losing my sense of humor, and I, I've never mm. been that kind of a person. And I start to wonder, okay, is it just that 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 you know those our big coats that we put on to protect ourselves are just not thick enough or do we need to find a different angle to look at the world and is how did you do it well first of all i discovered nature i discovered mm. flowers i discovered birds 49 species of birds because i what could i do i'm behind my door yeah. i'm isolated um and I feed the birds, and they put water in the jug, and, uh, into the pond, and the little and the little <laughs> robin comes, and the little flycatchers come, and and of course the kitty watches everything like watching television. I said, "Don't eat the birds." Um, <laughs> and I had this wonderful relationship with my animals. I mean, obviously dogs have owners, but cats have staff. That's yes. no lie because <laughs> I worked so hard. And then my neighbours and the community and the people you you mm. just have time to actually think about each other. Um, we must not forget that. I think we have learned some important lessons in the last 18 months. And I think we must really, with this municipal election coming up in a few weeks' time, I think it's a terribly important way to realize that our municipal vote is extremely important. Yeah. I mean, the national vote is sentimental. It really doesn't make much difference because they've decided what they want. But municipalities it's the community. We should make community the jewel in the crown of democracy you know, and really work hard at 
at looking after our people down the road. And so anyway, that's been the, the enrichment of this, this lockdown experience. Um, but also at my age now, 76, you know, still thinking I'm 12, <laughs> maybe I'm 14 now. Um, and I started writing and I started writing things, not because it's going to happen one day, but because I had something to say. And so I hope one day it will be filmed and I have a book possibly coming out in three weeks' time. You know, so one just has to, day by day, that was the philosophy. I don't think about next week because you never know. But today, terribly important. And if you do it properly, tomorrow will be okay. If you do today badly, tomorrow will be terrible. So, you know, you mentioned this idea of community, and uh, I think it was Luyanda Mpalhwa in a book that uh, he's written with Kurt Doppler, which I'm, I'm actually reviewing it tomorrow and talking to him. But in it, he talks about how we talk about social uh, distancing, and we can't talk about it as social distancing because it implies a cutaway of the community, and it is physical distancing, but a maintenance of... Um, um, what do you call it? A maintenance of community. How do we maintain community? Mm. And I'd love to know how you did that and what were the things that lifted you up? Humor. Extraordinary. Humor. You know, you meet somebody, you walk down, you walk to the corner uh, to get something carefully at seven o'clock in the morning, hoping that everybody is not going to be there to sneeze on you. And then you see a lady and she's got a mask on, but she hasn't got a problem properly. And I say, but you must cover your nose. You must use name on the asamali. And suddenly there's laughter and suddenly there's a sort of a sense of humor and there's a sense of, oh, what the hell, here we are together and let's make the best of it. There's been an extraordinary sense of goodwill between people because there's been time to care about each other. And I think that's something we have to treasure and look after. Make no mistake, they talk about a new normal. It's not going to be new and nothing will be normal. Yeah. Just take it as it comes. And always know that for all the bad news, which they love rubbing our noses in, the bad news <laughs> is there all the time, all the time. Do you know, for every piece of bad That's news, true. you have two pieces of good news. We've got to look for it mm. because good news is busy working, scrubbing the floor. Bad news stands up there with a red dress and getting blurred, you know, and then frightens you. And again, fear. Mm. I mean, fear. Look how fear has paralyzed us in this country. Uh, I think if you can laugh at your fear, you make that fear less fearful. It doesn't become less lethal, but at least you give it a name. So that's what my new show is about. My new show is about let's get on with the future and let's get on with the dignity of believing that we are not all bad people. Um, and, of course, lock up yeah. is for the politicians and lockdown is for us. <laughs> you know, you say that good news are the people scrubbing the floors and making the difference and bad news is those rubbing our nose in it, I'd say, and I would add, and cutting a ribbon. It appears that... <laughs> those yes, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and also, one thing I've learned is be very careful what you watch on television. I watch the television news with the, with the sounds turned down. I yeah. can see their lip movement, uh, but I don't want to listen to all it because everybody... There are so many experts who are formers, the former head of, the former uh, surgeon general, the former... I don't want to hear what formers, you know, a little bit yeah. of common sense and, and, and wash your hands and, uh, well, just really and smile. look after and, and smile. And, and uh, laugh. And also remember that, not, you know, you are, we are, I am, I just keep on saying, my God, I'm so lucky. This is not an ICU. I'm not on a ventilator. You know, at my age, I'm still healthy. I've got to look after myself. Other people are going through terrible times. Be aware of that. And we do a lot of talking on the phone 
especially in the theatre, especially people in the theatre who have been waiting for 18 months to do yeah. something. And I keep on saying to them, just sit down and write to a page of what you would like to say and create a character. And if you do that every day, within three or four weeks, you'll have 25 minutes of a show and that's your pension. There we go. At least you've got something that you've written. Peter so Dirk we can Hayes. do something. If people mm. want to attend, it's running from the 19th of October to the 6th of November at the Theatre on the Bay. How do they uh, get hold of it? Do they just go to the, the Theatre on the Bay box office? What do they do? Uh, it's CompuTicket, CompuTicket.com. CompuTicket.com. Yes. You know what? Yes. You're quite right. We're going to smile and we are going to lift ourselves up with our bootstraps. That's for sure. That's exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Peter Dirk is comedian and he's going to be part of Lock Up and Lockdown. As he says, Lock Up is for the politicians. Lockdown is for you and me. And let's move forward. Tossa and Bloemfontein saying, I heard about the mRNA technology more than 10 years ago when I was doing some information searching medical physics and medical microbiology. It's not new. Quite correct, Tossa. And, of course, that uh, is linked to the um, vaccine as well. Eight o'clock, time for the news. Good morning, Leander.